the book of Mark, chapter 10, verses 46 through 52, and can be found on the front page of your bulletin. This is the healing of the blind Bartimaeus. They came to Jericho, and he and his disciples and a large crowd, as he and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho, Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he cried out even more loudly, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and said, Call him here. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up, he's calling you. So throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. Then Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, My teacher, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has made you well. Immediately he regained his sight and followed him on the way. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Lord, we know this story. It's our story. For once we were the ones who were blind. Even though we had sight, we could not see. We are grateful for this story in our lives. To you be the glory now and forever. Amen. Let's face it, we have all heard it before. Not a sermon on Bartimaeus, but a whole lot of sermons on Bartimaeus. Not just many sermons on Bartimaeus, but the sermon on Bartimaeus. How Bartimaeus cried out to Jesus. Maybe he had heard how Jesus turned water into wine. Maybe he had heard what Jesus did with a young boy's sack lunch of five loaves and two fish. Maybe... Bartimaeus, well, maybe someone had told him about the woman who only had to touch the hem of the robe Jesus was wearing, or what happened to lepers and the lame, and yes, to the blind, when Jesus walked by. Someone had told him something because he knew to cry out to Jesus. Do we tell someone, anyone, about Jesus? Do we cry out to Jesus with such hope in our 
heart. I told you before, I grew up with a whole lot of people, a whole crowd of people, eager to tell me about Jesus. And sometimes they used words. To this day, to this day, these people are still such a great blessing in my life. Some are with the Lord. I know they're resurrected. I know they're part of the church triumphant. Some will forever be strangers. Never knew their names. Never will know their names. Maybe it's my memory. I can't remember all the people I've met in the entirety of my life, but I cherish every single one of them because they gave me the gift of Jesus. You have a crowd in your life. We are celebrating that crowd next Sunday. Do we tell someone, anyone, about Jesus? Whose crowd are we a part of? Who will recognize us because we are in their crowd? And do we cry out to Jesus with such hope in our hearts? If you want to know something about someone's spiritual level in life, level of faith, listen to them pray. Are they, is there a fervor about their prayer? Is there a great hope in their prayer showing you they believe in miracles? Do you hear their faith coming through? Do you hear the dependence on God in what they say and what they don't say? We've all heard that sermon. But as one pastor preached, Bartimaeus didn't let the crowd stop him from getting his praise on. He started shouting at the top of his lungs, Son of David, have mercy on me. Do you understand how dangerous that was? Son of David, with those three words, Bartimaeus was declaring Jesus to be the long-awaited Messiah. Roman Caesars decreed themselves to be gods. Bartimaeus could have been killed for shouting those three words, but that did not stop him. The crowd tried to silence him. Maybe they thought someone as important as Jesus wouldn't have time for a beggar. Maybe they were afraid of being killed along with Bartimaeus. We can almost see them clamping their hands over his mouth, doing everything they could think of 
to get him to become quiet and blend in with the crowd. But the crowd could not keep Bartimaeus from getting his praise on. What stops us from crying out? From praising? What stops us from stepping out of the crowd with the name of Jesus on our lips? Are we content to blend in with the crowd? Too content? But we've heard that sermon too, haven't we? This story is so detailed, we can see it unfolding as it is read. And a detail we dare not miss is that Bartimaeus threw off his cloak to run to Jesus. You know, sometimes we hear God's word and we, we hear it and we hear it, but we don't hear it. Do you hear that detail? He threw off his cloak. That cloak meant everything to Bartimaeus. He depended on that cloak. It identified him as a beggar. We probably don't think about it. But if people are throwing coins, how's a blind man going to know where they land? Well, that's why he laid out this beggar's cloak. So he could just pull the corners of it and bring the coins to him. He slept on or under that cloak at night. That cloak protected him from harsh weather. That cloak was literally his security blanket. Even more, it represented his identity, who he was at that point. Nothing but a beggar. It represented his past. And Bartimaeus threw it aside so it would not hinder him from getting to Jesus. What hinders us from getting closer to Jesus? Is there something in our lives we need to cast aside? Something in our past that drags us drags on our spirits like an anchor. We can't get past it. Bartimaeus cast off his cloak and ran to Jesus. Maybe we don't think about this either, but is it a good idea for a blind man to run? Not knowing what obstacles are in his path, people, trees, stones, ready to trip him, ready to send him crashing to the earth. A blind man running was risky business. 
a blind man, throwing away his livelihood and his security is risky business. How risky is our faith in Jesus Christ? What have we surrendered, cast aside, let go of in our lives to get to Jesus? I know that sermon so well. And so do you, I hope. And of course, perhaps the greatest sermon Jesus heard and Jesus stopped. It is one of the most powerful moments in all of Scripture. Jesus stops. It's a detailed story, so picture it in your mind. Days away from the upper room and the Last Supper, only hours away from the triumphal entry, a week away from a criminal's death on a cross, walking with a purpose to save the world, and out of the crowd, out of the clamor and cacophony of human voices, shouting and praising and rejoicing and cheering, Jesus hears the solitary voice of a single beggar. The creator of the whole universe stops at the cry of a beggar. Let that sink in. The one who hangs planets in emptiness heard and stopped for a beggar on a mission to save the world and Jesus stops for one. Above the chaos, above the tumult, Jesus hears the voice of one. Do we hear the cry of one? Do we stop our plans and our purposes to reach out to the one? Are they just too important for us to stop? More important than saving the world and forgiving sins and overcoming death? We know what it means to leave the 99 behind to save the one. Or to be that one. It's amazing to know that Jesus not only hears, that's amazing enough, but that Jesus stops. We've heard that sermon before, but what a blessing to hear it again. 
But the sermon on my heart, I haven't heard. Did you hear what happened? Jesus said, call him. And others called to the blind man, cheer up, he's calling you. Others helped him to hear Jesus calling him. What a blessing, church, to know we are that crowd chosen to help others hear Jesus calling them and blessed when we hear Jesus calling us, even when it's to a committee. We are blessed to be someone's crowd. May Jesus make us worthy of such an honor. Amen.